Hey, buddy. Yeah? It's time to release the wrecking ball! You bet your asteroid. Welcome, everybody, to Geekology 101. I'm Diego. And I'm Joshua. And we just finished watching Star Wars Clone Wars Season 7, Episode 4. And how do you feel? It was definitely a dope episode. It was a really good episode. Honestly, this episode was good enough that it made me rethink how I felt about the last two episodes that I felt were like slower than the first one. Mm -hmm. I think it ended up it ended this echo story arc beautifully. I oh, love yeah. it. So it's time right. to bring in the wrecking ball. <laughs> Oh, man, so many cool things to talk about in this episode. So basically, again, this is the conclusion of the Echo uh, storyline that began in episode one, where Rex discovers that Echo's voice is part of the signal that the resistance, I'm sorry, that the, uh, um, uh, dude, what is a Union? No, no, the, uh, well, the Techno Union is involved, but, oh, God, the, uh, the separatists. There you go. That the separatists. What are the separatists? The like the separatists are like the, the 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 people who control the droid army. Oh, they're the ones who are saying like we don't want to be part of the republic, basically. So we're going to fight the republic, mm. and so it's they're the ones that control the clone army. And so um, we the story that we saw begin in in episode one, where the separatists have this way of figuring out the strategies of the Jedi and the clone troopers for their battles. And it's all about a nexus, right? This this planet Anaxis. that they're in. A nexus? Is that what it is? Yeah. <clears throat> okay. And so it's all about that planet, and that planet controls the production, the assembly of Republic ships. Okay? Which uh -huh. I didn't fully understand until this um, uh, until this episode, really. Like, it all came full circle, basically. It, it ended the, the whole storyline. So, basically, they were trying to gain control, but they couldn't because the Separatists kept on predicting what they were going to do. Yeah. And so, that's what led in Episode 1 to the Bad Batch coming in to go on this special mission with Rex and Cody and to try to figure out what the heck is going on, how are they being able to predict stuff, and that's when they discover that Echo's voice is part of this whole thing. And so, it... it, it, it Basically, it makes Rex think maybe they have Echo still alive, captured, and they're using his knowledge of all of our plans and stuff to be able to predict our moves. And then we have the whole rescue mission to go find Echo and to even find out if Echo was actually still alive. Yeah, and he is. <clears throat> and he is, yeah, and they rescued him. Mm -hmm. And the, the rescue basically lasted two whole episodes. Mm -hmm. um, in my opinion... You know, before I watch this final con this conclusion to the Echo story, it felt like the two episodes kind of stretched on for too long. But now I see why they were trying to build doubt into our minds of is Echo actually loyal still? Is that is Echo trustworthy? Which um he is, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. Now he, by the end of this episode, he is. Yeah, really? You're gonna Sorry. start with that with the oh. main like cool thing at the end? You're just gonna start no, with that, the ending? That's not the main cool thing. You're probably right. And so in this episode, uh, what happens in the episode? Tell the people. Well, um, Jedi jump from a helicopter, basically. <laughs> they jump from a ship into glass from, like, two miles above. Something like that. They, like, land on this ground like nothing just happened. Yep. 
And then they they start like reflecting lasers from the droids and stuff, and they start fighting them. Yeah, so they're basically trying to go and take out the main ships of 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 the separatists to try to get them away from a nexus. Yeah, a nexus. A nexus to be able to get control of the planet and of the production of the ships again. And so they have to fight, uh, and they have a plan. So basically, the plan that Echo provides mm-hmm. is that he's going to go and he's going to feed some some false some false signals. Over to the uh, to to the droids. That it's one of their <clears throat> ships. Right. Yeah. And so they're able to infiltrate, and uh, eventually Echo actually changes the plan, and he says, "I'm going to have all the droids report over to the assembly area, which is where the Jedi's are." Right. That's where Obi Wan Obi Wan Kenobi and uh, Mace Windu were with a division of troopers fighting off and a whole bunch of droids. Dope looking blue and white trooper. Oh yeah. That has like one shoulder pad. Yeah, looks so dope. And while they're fighting, Echo changes the plan and he says, I'm gonna send all the droids over to that location. So everybody's kind of freaking out, like, whoa, is he actually trying to help us here? And then he's like, I'm only doing it so that I can shut off so I can like overload the droid with like electricity or something. Yeah. So basically, all they all have to trust that Echo is actually good mm-hmm. and that he's not some kind of double agent, which was my fear and my theory from way back, all the way from like episode two, I think. And but sure enough, he proves to them that he is trustworthy, that he is good, that he is free from the separatist control, and that uh, and he ends up shutting down all the droids. But then the commander, Spider Dude. He ends up revealing that he has a contingency plan. Which is like a bomb. Yeah, a huge bomb that has the ability not only to destroy that ship that they're in, but and the entire Anaxis. Yeah, the entire planet. So he activates a bomb and then comes this race to try to figure out the code for the bomb. It looks as big as like the bomb in like the Dark Knight Rises. It does actually, Like yeah. in the truck and mm-hmm. that Bane did. Yeah, yeah, it's like that size. And then as uh, Echo is feeding Mace Windu the code, Mace Windu is in front of the bomb. The bomb has his uh, shield around it, but Mace Windu is using the force to input the codes that um, Echo is telling him one by one. And then right before he gets to the final number, he gets shut down, like a surge of electricity or yeah, something shuts like him down. Yeah, his cyborg parts just like get yeah. overloaded. The commander, the spider dude, ends up like realizing that Echo was there, that they were inside the base because he had to realize And then freaking that. Anakin turns to the dark side and kills him. Yeah, so Anakin, uh, he goes in with some pretty intimidating tactics to try to get the final number of the code and to deactivate does. the bomb. He does. But, but that's not after <clears throat> that. When he tries to electrocute him, he slices him up. Yep. No, he doesn't slice him. He sticks right through him. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so Anakin and, and the, the spider guy, um, <laughs> spider guy. And so the, 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 the tarantula looking commander guy from the Separatists, he tells Anakin, you know, Count Dooku will kill me if I if I surrender this base. I'm not going to give you the codes. And then he's like, and you then think Anakin, I'll do different? Yep. And then we see Anakin embracing that kind of dark side in him and really starts to intimidate the guy. And so he finally gives him the code. Anakin gives it to Mace Windu. Mace Windu deactivates the bomb. And then he electric he tries to electrocute him and then he stabs him with his pointy looking lightsaber. Yeah, that's how the lightsabers are in Clone Wars. Yeah, so Anakin stabs him through when the spider guy ends up trying to um, electrocute him. And then he gets a, a remote, a hand detonator and for he, the bomb. And he's like, Wrecker is going to love this. <laughs> yeah. And then so we have now uh, the the troopers and the Jedi trying to exit that area so they can blow the entire thing up, that ship of the, of the enemies. And as they're exiting, they get ambushed by a whole bunch of droids. And so that's where the opening of this episode 
Time to release the wrecking ball. That's where that comes in, where Wrecker's basically like he hands over his guns, puts on his helmet, and then proceeds to go full rhino (laughs) on these guys, on these droids. And he takes out, how many, like like a dozen, like 12 of them or something? And then... Crosshair. Can I say this? Yes, you can. He sticks a bunch of... Like what we think are bombs. They're like we thought they were bombs. Yeah, yeah they're like little as he was running bombs. through the tunnels, he, he was like the last one to on. exit. He, like he kept on sticking them, tick tick tick, over to the and sides. And then all the droids came and he shot it at one of them, and you're like, "Whoa, is it gonna blow all of them up?" Right. We figure again, it was bombs, but nope. It deflects off of all of them, hitting every single droid. It was so sick. One single blaster shot, one single sniper shot, bouncing off of every reflector, killing an entire set of tunnels full of droids. And Wrecker is just like... Wrecker's in shock because Wrecker's like, he's not going to beat my record. And then uh, Record, Record... Wrecker's Record. (laughs) And then um, then, uh, Hot Shot, Crosshair. Crosshair comes over and he's like, don't be so sure. Yep. So we got a little competition happening now between Crosshair and Wrecker on who can take out the most droids. Speaking of taking out the most droids, very interesting uh, little speech by Mace Windu when they first drop down to start fighting the droids, where he basically stops and he tells all the droids. Oh, yeah. He's like, I, he's <clears throat> like, he's like, um... If, if you do not want to keep fighting, mm-hmm. surrender, and you will be reprogrammed to fight on the better side. Yeah, and he says, like, I have killed, during this whole Clone War... I have killed Like, however many thousand... He gives a number, too, which yeah. is pretty impressive. And then and then all the droids are like, <clears throat> shoot him! Shoot him! Blast him! Yeah. So roger, sick. roger. Roger, roger. So then they're in the ship, they're going away, Anakin hands over... The hand detonator to Wrecker. Wrecker literally cries. He's like, this is the happiest day of my life. And then, boom, blows up the entire ship. Blows up two other ships right next to it. Several ships, yeah. Because, again, it was big enough. That bomb was big enough that it would have blown the ship if they would have landed it. Mm-hmm. So then they finally get back to a Nexus. A Nexus. A Nexus. And when they land, a really cool exchange happens between the clone troopers. So we got the... The Jedi telling them, guys, you did such a great job. There's medals coming for you, like award medals, you know. And then they they walk away. The Bad Batch isn't about the prizes. The Bad Batch isn't about the medals and recognition and all that, the accolades. They're going to leave. They don't want to even join any kind of ceremony. So they start walking towards their ship. But then they turn to Echo, mm-hmm. who we saw working pretty well with them up and in then, that ship. Um, and then they're <clears> like, <throat> if you ever think that you don't fit in with them, you can join us. Yep. He told him something like, your path is different. Yeah. Just, just like, like ours. ours. Yeah. And then Rex comes and he's like, um, I've known you for a long time, mm-hmm. but if but if that's a path you want, then you can go with them. Which is pretty meaningful because Rex's entire time has been all about getting his friend back. You know, yeah. Because he was a close friend. So the fact that he let him go, that he was willing to let him go, showed that he really does love the guy, you know? Yeah. Like and the then, brother. And then he sees him walking over to the Bad Batch. And you kind of think for a while that you might, when Rex moves, you might realize that Echo decided to stay with Rex after all. Yeah. But no, he ended up walking over to... And then they do like a military thingy. Yeah, they salute Rex. So they got respect. And this is really cool too, because throughout these episodes, we've seen the whole thing of the Bad Batch calling the other was regs, Mm -hmm. like regulars. And we've seen how many conflicts there were between Rex... And the Bad Batch. And um, and now there's a, there's respect. They saluted Rex. Crosshair even, he even like, 
kind of roastingly called um called Echo a rag. Did he? Yeah. He, oh yeah, he's he just like, a rag. Yeah, he was like, don't. Good. Yeah. He was like, don't take it personal. He's just another rag. Yep. And so now it kind of comes full circle that actually Echo even proves himself to not just be another rag. Yeah, because he has he's like a cyborg. Yeah. Let's that talk about that for a minute. So we saw a whole bunch of stuff that Echo did that really shows he's no regular clone trooper anymore. Yeah. So he not only does he have all these connections and stuff, missing an arm, his arm is now one of those connector things that droids have in Star yeah. Wars. And he's able to communicate with machines just like a droid does. Yeah. Even when he's like processing information, he's like his head is like twitching and stuff like that. He is definitely half clone trooper, half cybernetic now. Yeah. And so this makes him such a unique why kind are, of soldier. Why are so many um <clears throat> why are so many clone troopers bald? I, you got something as bald people, bro? No. What uh? What you got against this man? Nothing. I'll tell you what. What? They're all bald because clone troopers are really cool, and only cool people know that going bald is the way to go. Oh, cause you're bald. That's why you think that. You know what? You're fired. <laughs> no. Yes, you're fired. You're sleeping. You're sleeping in the balcony tonight. It's settled. No. Yes. <laughs> okay, fine. You're rehired because I love you. Yeah. I'm going to shave your head, though. Okay, what? so, um, very interesting development. I love the fact that now uh, Echo joined the Bad Batch. He's a great, great fit. Now that we know that he's a good guy for real and that he's not going to betray anybody, it's really cool. He fits right in with these guys. I can't wait to see more of them. I hope that we see more of them later on down in the in the season. And I definitely <laughs> hope they get, like, their own show or something. Oh, my God. I, I really, really hope so, man. That would be so, so cool. Uh, but, yeah, so the Bad Batch, no longer four. Now it is five people, five members of the Bad Batch. Yep. Um, really cool development. I love how they tied up all the little loose ends from uh, the first three episodes. Mm -hmm. I think, overall, it was a great, great kickoff for Season 7, this, this yeah. storyline of, of Echo. I really, really love how they played the entire Echo thing. Echo is a pretty dope name. It kind of is. Actually, he already has a cool name for the Bad Batch. So now oh. it's Wrecker, Hunter, Crosshair, Tech, and Echo. Daddy. Maybe Tech and Echo can team up and they can call themselves Techo. Don't shave my head. <laughs> I'm going to shave your head. Why? I established this already. But no. So you can look cool like me and the clone troopers. But. You're welcome. And I'm going to put some plugs on your head too like Echo. Wait, what? No. That's probably going to hurt. But I'll give you like, I'll give you a candy afterwards just so that you, for your troubles. Okay. This guy. <laughs> <clears throat> anyway, uh, any closing thoughts that we want to give on season seven, episode four of Clone Wars? Well, I definitely hope that, um, uh, that episode five mm -hmm. lives up to all the other episodes yeah. that we've seen. And which is probably going to be the beginning of a new storyline. Yeah, I wonder what storyline though. Like whatever I mean, it is, I need a Soka in my life. Like I need a Sokatana. Where is wait she? Wait a minute. Maybe there could be like a new Majin Buu saga. In are you getting your uh, properties crossed here, man? Uh, Copyright infringement. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, so that's our review of uh, Season 7, Episode 4 of Star Wars The Clone Wars on Disney+. Plus, Guys, if you haven't started Season 7 yet, I really highly recommend it. If you haven't started this series yet of, uh, of Clone Wars, 
There is so much goodness. It's very did well you say written. Goodness? <clears throat> goodness. I did say that. Yes. You just said goodness. <clears throat> I just said goodness. And you're a 37 year old man. Okay. You know what? I'm definitely shaving your head now. No. I'm totally shaving your head now. Uh, if you haven't gotten into the series yet, guys, please do get into it. It's so so worth your time if you're a Star Wars fan. Um, aside from that, we've um, we're we've got more entries of the brains Ahsoka series. Ahsoka from that. Stop it. Okay. Stop trying to make puns. Okay. Why are you making puns on the fly? You got to write your material beforehand, and then you got to deliver it with finesse. Oh. I'm definitely shaving L- your head. Like, no! Shaving your head will actually make it easier for the inspiration from the heavens to descend upon your brain and for you to have these amazing ideas. Oh. <clears throat> yeah. So it's, so they so, so some of the ideas don't, don't get trapped in my hair. Exactly, hair is a horrible, horrible deterrent of brilliance. Then how come you have hair on your chin? The ideas don't come from below, son. <laughs> the ideas come from above. Um. Uh, okay. Yeah. Awkward silence there. So yeah, uh, we got the brain series going on. I'm having a lot of fun with that. I had another idea that I might include you in for a brains episode. Yeah. Um, aside from that, uh, we really um, we're having a great time with this podcast. We hope you are too. If you are, please give us a review. A five star review would really help if you love the show. Um, and if uh, you can uh, five star rating rather, and write us a review. Let us know your thoughts on what you love about the show. If you have any suggestions, any kind of properties or any topics that you want us to discuss, write us at G one Oh one podcast at gmail.com. You can also reach out to us on social media. You can find us on Twitter and, and Instagram and Instagram at, at G one Oh one podcast. And uh, if you do love the show, please tell someone about it. We want to spread the word. Any closing thoughts, buddy? Um, thank you for listening, if you are. Yes. Um, I'm pretty sure you already said this, but subscribe, please. Oh, yeah, yeah, please. No, I didn't say it, actually. Thanks for remind- for remembering. Yeah, do subscribe so you get all the episodes. We're dropping episodes pretty much daily and uh, always some kind of fun topic to talk about. So Watch out for our tuned. series, like The Watchers <clears throat> and The Weekly Bugle. Yep, and we also need to conclude our Arkham Hardly Contain Myself series. Yeah. So we'll be concluding that at some point soon. Um, until then, oh, we're also going to be uh, chatting about the Spider-Man game, which we're in the middle of playing. You already beat it. Yeah, I beat it. Yeah. So now, after I beat it, I'm going to do all the challenges so I can unlock all the skins. Yep. Can't wait to finish it myself. I'm having a lot of fun with that game. Really does live up to its reputation. It's great. um, Don't get too much into it though, because I want to actually talk about it in an episode. But like Vulture and Electro, I feel like they're harder than Doctor than Doc Ock. You think so? Yeah. I mean, I did die a couple of times with both of them. Uh huh. But I think they're kind of harder than that. Well, you know why that is? Because they're bald. Don't worry, you'll be as 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 cool as them. After I shave your head. Peace out, everybody.